Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. It's not just New York. Amazon nixes a Seattle expansion, too, by Clint Finley. Last year, Seattle City Council repealed a tax on big employers, less than a month after approving the legislation designed to raise funds to support homeless programs. The quick reversal came after Amazon, which employs around 45,000 people in the city, halted the construction of a new building and threatened to not occupy the space at least in the planned Rainier Square Tower because of the tax. Now, Amazon says it won't move into the Rainier Square Tower after all. We are always evaluating our space requirements and intend to sublease Rainier Square based on current plans, an Amazon spokesperson said in a statement. We have more than 9,000 open roles in Seattle and will continue to evaluate future growth. The company leased 722,000 square feet, enough for between 3,500 and 5,000 people, according to the Seattle Times, in the still-under-construction Rainier Square Tower in fall 2017. The announcement follows Amazon's decision not to open an additional headquarters in New York City, following backlash over the $3 billion in tax breaks and other incentives the company was expected to receive from state and local governments. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has appealed to Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos to reconsider, the New York Times reported Thursday. In Seattle, members of the city council last year initially proposed a head tax of approximately $500 per employee on companies with annual revenue in the city of $20 million or more. Amazon would have had to pay around $22.5 million per year for its 45,000 employees. The tax would have changed to a 0.7% payroll tax in 2021. After Amazon halted construction on its new building and threatened to sublease the Rainier Square space, the city council passed a compromise that cut the head tax in half and ditched the payroll tax idea entirely. 
The city expected the revised tax to raise $47 million a year for services for the homeless and construction of affordable housing. After the compromise, Amazon announced it would resume construction of the new building, but didn't commit to occupying Rainier Square. At the time, an Amazon spokesperson said the company was disappointed by the council's decision and was very apprehensive about the future created by the council's hostile approach and rhetoric toward larger businesses. Less than a month later, facing a ballot initiative to overturn the tax, the city council voted to repeal it. Tensions between Amazon and Seattle were already growing before the head tax. When Amazon announced its plans to open a second headquarters outside of Seattle, then-Seattle Chamber of Commerce chair-elect Heather Redman said it should be a wake-up call for the city to change its attitude toward the company. But Amazon critics see the company's decision not to occupy Rainier Square as proof that there's no point in acquiescing to its demands. Last year, at Amazon threatened to scale down growth to bully Seattle from taking big biz to fund social housing. City Council Member Kashma Sawat, a member of Socialist Alternative, tweeted, Now they're carrying out the threats, despite Democratic-Republicans shamefully repealing Amazon tax. Clearly, caving to corporate threats doesn't work. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.